I mean, everybody needs a place to live. There's a housing crisis in America. We need more houses. We need more places for people to live. We need better places for people to live. So I really like investing in multifamily. Um, I really, really enjoy that space. Welcome to the Power of Passive Income and How to Retire Rich with your host, Vijay Patel. Get your financial advice straight from the experts and learn how to take your first steps towards financial freedom. If you're ready to retire rich, then listen up. No, and it's, and you know, I talked about I like PREF payments, but I also like reasonableness. So, for example, a normal PREF payment is anywhere from, let's say, six to eight percent. Yes. There was a deal that I had a friend was raising money for, and they kept saying, Trevor, the PREF's 12. And I said, I've looked at this, they're never going to be able to pay 12 until sale. So, the GP team's never going to make any money. And if the deal gets hard or they get distracted, it's very difficult if you're not making any money. And so I want them to make money. I want them to be motivated. I want them to pay attention to the deal because even the best of us get discouraged, right? And if you keep trying to turn a deal around and, and you know, you have no hope that your payday comes for four or five more years. Now, yes, there are deals that don't pay out till the end. You know, I understand. I'm in, I'm in a new build. New builds don't pay anything until it's built and occupied, right? It's, uh, you know, that's a different investment. There's different ways to look at how your money comes. And you need to make sure as an investor that you're invest, you're understanding that when, when your money's going to come. Um, and they often explain it. But if you look at some of the performers and then you'll see a seven prep, you'll see many deals don't catch up to that prep till close to year two. And it's just the way the numbers work. Um, but make sure they're being honest with you that we're going to get caught up. And all that means is as a sponsor, I don't get paid until you get caught up. And I like that, but I want to get caught up because I want to see the sponsor get paid too, because that's a win-win, right? Sure. So I get paid first. I want them to get caught up and I want them to get paid so that they stay interested and motivated um, in, in the deal. Mm-hmm. Got it. So uh, another thing like, and uh, we just want to ask everybody is um, there's so many investment vehicles, right? Real estate, uh, stocks, bonds, notes, there can be n number of investment vehicles. So what are the good things you like about real estate and what are the bad things you like about real estate or, you know, some dislikes that you have? Yeah, so I definitely like real estate, especially on the multifamily side. There's two two things that are, I mean, everybody needs a place to live. There's a housing crisis in America. We need more houses. We need more places for people to live. We need better places for people to live. So I really like investing in multifamily. Um, I really, really enjoy that space. Um, you know, I did make a passive investment in, in retail um, and retail's taken a big hit. You know, I my first passive investment is the retail strip center in Plano, Texas. And we closed March 15th, 2020. Wanna talk about great timing. Now, they've still managed to pay 5% cash on cash. So I'm very pleased with that. They managed to renegotiate the leases to triple net, which is very important on resale value. Institutional buyers wanna buy retail that's on a triple net. And now all that really means is the tenants take all the risk for any improvements to the property. 
Um, so it's very important. I also went into medical um, during COVID, you know, because I saw all this crisis. So one of those emergency care places in a, a, a mesquite just outside of Dallas, um, because I wanted to get into that space. And again, it was a slightly different investment. Um, there's no upside to it. It's just a straight percentage. Um, but for my retirement money, I was quite happy with that because there, there was no depreciation in the deal, the way it was structured, and there's no upside, but for my retirement money, I'm happy. So the way I look at it, let's say we're playing a baseball game. I want to hit lots of doubles, a couple of singles, one triple, and then, you know, the deal where they tripled my money is the grand slam. So you want to make sure that you're spread out a little bit. Don't put all of your eggs in deep value multifamily real estate. So I have deep value all the way to A plus new build. Um, trying to spread my risk. I stay in landlord friendly states. So 90% of my investments are in Texas. I have one in Arizona, one in South Carolina and one in North Carolina. Again, all landlord pro-business friendly states with tremendous growth, right? Everybody's moving to Texas, Arizona and the Carolinas. It's just uh, it, those markets are on fire. So you got to risk not overpaying, uh, but you know, the deals are still good deals to be had. Let's talk about, you know, like uh, your mission. So when you started with mission, like, you know, I know it's growing from thousand to 10,000 to a million, right? So what are the things you have done to achieve those missions? And what are, what are the things you're still planning to do to achieve those missions? Yeah. So, so podcasts like this and talking with people and getting the world word out, um, it's called you know, using other people's stages. So last year I was on 52 podcasts. Um, my message is very similar. I try to personalize it for each market in each group. Um, I also created a YouTube channel with a lot of educational. So I recommend books. You know, you talked about Rich Dad, Poor Dad. There's another great book by James Kamasami called Passive Investing. Every new investor should read that. And then if you're going to switch to active, every new active person should read Joe Fairless best ever real estate syndication book. It's a great book. Um, I have podcasts that just talk about real estate terms. I don't learn by reading. I'm not a reader. I would learn by listening. So I basically just took what people were sending me in PDFs, reorganized it and said, okay, let's talk about these real estate terms to way to help you understand it. So I try to break it down in simpler terms. Um, I made an interesting video. It compares passive investment to going on an airplane ride. Okay. And what the components. So as a passive investor, you're buying a ticket on a journey. Okay. So you buy a ticket. So you look at the airlines, lots of regulations in the US. So all the airlines are pretty good. You buy your ticket. And when you get there, there's somebody responsible for all the different elements. So the pilot is the asset manager. He's the person in charge. Um, he has flight attendants that are the, you know, the investor relations team. He has a ground crew that's filling the plane, bringing the food on, and that's the property management company. And as a passenger, you know, I can do what I want while I'm on the journey. I can keep working. I can, I can uh, sleep. I can visit. I can read. I can do whatever. And then as you're going along in the journey, they give you updates, right? Oh, interest rates went up we're having a little bit of turbulence folks this is what we've done we bought the interest cap rate this is where we're at this is how we're going to get out of the deal we're okay 
these are the precautions we took, you know, we've got extra fuel because the trip's going to take longer, whatever it is, and you arrive. And so I try to put it in simple terms because you never know what moment in that will be the light bulb for someone else. For me, it was buying a business. That was my haha moment. But someone else has maybe never done that or experienced that. So I want to try to give them their their moment just so that the light bulb comes on and they go, let me look into this more.